nchc.tv studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west weekly behind the masks college hockey west weekly is brought to you by jesse ray's barbecue the best in barbecue las vegas style the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 the tag creative group Search Rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack. Classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pinetop. Order online at SpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at Liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza. At JetsPizza.com, discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the nchc.tv studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, good evening, everybody that might be listening to us tonight on the Podbean app. This is indeed College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from beautiful Maricopa, Arizona, about 12 floors up. In the beautiful Harrah's Resort, just south of the Phoenix uh, metro area. My co-host, as always, joining me from that big, beautiful, palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, where he prefers eight feet below the ground in the basement. Paul Hornstein. Paul, how are things on the island tonight? Have you got the servants uh, a little time off? Uh, you have another co-host that I don't know about? <laughs> well, let's get this straight. You're on Long Island, correct? That's the only part you got right. No, you're in the basement, right? Oh, I'm sorry. That, you got that right, too. The rest uh, of it is feet, all That's where you nonsense. prefer, eight, eight feet below ground. No, not preferred, but oh. I'm not, I don't get the penthouse like you. I'm not the king. I'm just <laughs> I'm just a peasant. How's the weather on the island? Can it beat 56 and pouring rain? Um. Well, yes. No. Say yes. Well, it's not raining. It's crappy. But it's not 56. It's crappy either. here. This is not the way Arizona is supposed to be, by the way. What, the, the the one week a year? It's not supposed to be pouring rain out here in the desert and flood watches and mornings going up Whatever. everywhere. Come on, man. Again, I came one here week for sunshine. Year. One week a year. <laughs> anyway, um, our guest tonight is going to be out here in about a week, a little more is than he? a week. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's come out here to take on your Arizona State Sun Devils. The uh, second most wins in all of college hockey, by the way, was 17. Right. Um, and, and I think I coach's, team, coach's team has played now at least two of the teams that have the best records in college hockey, or he will have once he plays Arizona State, because he played Wisconsin. So, right. you know, um, that's stuff on the ice. Before we, uh, we get digging into everything that is college hockey on the ice, especially okay. at Lindenwood University, we're going to bring on the head coach. And we're going to ask him about some things off the ice. So nice. let's do that right now. If he's ready, let's bring on the head coach from Lindenwood University, Rick Zombo. Coach, if you're with us and you're ready to rock and roll, um, let's talk about what's going on off the ice with you. Well, kind of on the ice. But um, do I have this right, St. Louis Blues fantasy camp? Yeah, that's correct. That was this past weekend. Nice, yeah. nice. And did I also understand that you're dabbling with a Facebook account? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know social media, but I, I have to learn social media to, to be current. Okay. Um, we'll give, we'll give um, credit where credit is due coach. Uh, your fellow North Dakota alum, our executive producer and my wife did some, uh, searching on Facebook today and she saw you and she goes, Hey, did you know coach Zombo's on Facebook? I said, let me see. And I see your dog. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, how is the dog? It, <coughs> say it again. How is the dog? Right there was dogs health. are fine. Dogs are fine. Okay, good. Yeah. good, good. Uh, they are, and I'm and I'm I'm glad I have dogs. 
Yeah, and then on the other hand, I, I wish I didn't have dogs. <laughs> so, like, having dogs as children, the good thing is they're, right. they're always obedient and they always come back to me. Yeah. Um, however, um, I, I've, I, I can't be out and about. Um, I've got to make certain that they're well taken care of. And, of course. Uh, it, it's been good. We, we had major ice storms here, you know, rain that goes uh, to ice, and, and uh, I was landlocked. For three days, which was driving me bananas. I, I couldn't get down my driveway. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. So it's really? nice to have company. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know it gets the- like that in St. Louis. Yeah. yeah the problem is, yeah, the problem is um, we'll probably have three or four snowfalls right. uh, in what would be considered uh, winter season, but it okay. usually rains first. And then when the temperatures drop overnight, then you have a skating rink and eventually there'll be snow over top of it. We, we didn't get, you know, hardly any snow, but I had about a quarter of an inch of ice on my driveway and uh, I knew I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> Coach, tell us about fantasy camp with the St. Louis blues. How'd it go? How was it? It was excellent. So fantasy camp blues alumni fantasy camp is our number one fundraiser for our alumni alumni association. And it is uh, a big hit with a lot of people that want to not only play, but uh, interact, entertain. Um, It's just great camaraderie. And um, we accumulated a tremendous amount of money every year, not only to keep our alumni association uh, going, but to distribute it to a lot of causes that need assistance. And when COVID came in, it, it, it killed us. It, it killed us at that time as it killed, you know, most of the country in, in a lot of different aspects. So it's the process of building it back up. And this year, our fantasy camp was, was held down at Enterprise Center where the Blues play. And uh, it was three days of fun. I, I didn't partake in the after the games uh, festivities, but just being in the dressing room and, and so so my team, my team, and I was fortunate because usually there's a shuffling of alumni players, drafts. Um, I, I played with the City Cops, and it, it, it was very fulfilling to be with the like kind. Um, the stories, uh, the beaking one another. Um, I, I can also tell you that uh, uh, alumni games become very dangerous because the participants try so hard but don't have the control or the whereabouts. So our opening game, city cops played county cops, and there could have been two fights. I know uh, I had an alumni on my team that got checked. I mean, guys are blocking shots. Like, it's like it's stupid. So I'll, I'll be – I'll ride the pines for a little bit, and I'll get my bearings straight. And usually when uh, you have some reckless players, when I'm on the ice, I'll go to the other side of the rink um, and, and just let that shift exhaust before I, I try to go find a puck or, or, or get involved with the game. It's, I, I'm – I could tell you that people really can't. I've blown up two ears in alumni games. Now, I don't know if you've ever tweaked an ear before, like with your finger or somebody does it to you. It, like, really hurts. I got hit with pucks. And and all that cartilage was shattered. The good good thing is I saw it. I was quick enough to move my face so I didn't catch it in the mush. But I, I caught it in the ear. Now, that didn't right. happen. I, I came out unscathed. I actually got hit one time. You know when you warm up, we call it a butterfly. You right. come down the middle of the rink and you shoot on the goalie. You try not to score. You just, you know, and then you peel off to either the right or the left and you exit along the boards. It's standard protocol, just a butterfly warm up, right? I was exiting the zone and I got hit smack in the chest with a puck. Oh, I have no idea where it came from. Like, this is the kind of stuff that you're not expecting. So uh, to come out unscathed, that's good. But I, I had a wonderful – it was uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, Thursday night was uh, dinner and drinks afterward and round nice. table. And, and the round table, uh, I'm used to the shtick. 
So they had uh, <laughs> fighters that live in town. So Cam Jansen, right. um, Tony Twist, Reed Lowe, John Wensick, and they had retired referee Timmy Peel uh, all on the panel. So, uh, you know, I, I was familiar with that shtick. And then uh, Friday uh, was a special night. That was the induction of uh, Blues Hall of Fame. And they really did it up, uh, really did it up well. Um, Gary Younger, uh, Pavel Dimitra's uh, wife, uh, was in attendance. Um, yeah, Washington Caps were in town, so TJ Oshie uh, was there also. And, and, and again, um, he, he's never the master of ceremony, but never turn off the mic of Brad Hall. <laughs> I was gonna get there eventually. <coughs> Holly, Holly had it in gear, and, and uh, that was a good time. And then Saturday night, the festivities was uh, uh, Blues versus Caps down in Enterprise Center. Nice, nice. Yeah. Sounds like a great week. Yeah, I, I was trying to find some pictures and 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 and, and stuff, the, but the yeah, whoever runs the website hasn't put them up yet. So yeah, most uh, most of them are individual uh, cell phones. You know, so it, it was not open to the public. It was close families right. and friends, and uh, so you know they're hard to you know hard to find. And and a lot of the pictures that were going on, you know, were underneath in the catacombs and the, you know, the, sh the chicanery that normally happens. Yeah. Um. So that's the stuff we want to hear about. Oh, I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you well, know? let's clear this up, Coach. This that's Paul. That's what Paul wants to hear. Right. <laughs> okay, I want to hear about the Lindenwood Lions hockey team and what's going on and how you guys are attacking the remaining uh, games on your schedule. Well, every game, every weekend is important to us. Uh, we have four weekends left. Um, you only remember your, your last game, so uh, we've got to make certain that we're successful. It's home, home weekend, so Friday, Saturday, we have Stonehill uh, visiting us. Um, the approach is the same. There's always an opportunity to learn. There's always an opportunity to develop. It, um, I, I have seeking in. So <clears throat> I'm a firm believer that you hire slowly. You have a lot of patience, but you do your dil due diligence. Uh, but fire quickly. And it becomes a trying year when you only have three wins because you, you the depth is not as clear as it should be. Okay, so when I say depth, it's not the numbers of players. It's, it, it's uh, the earned privilege of more ice time, more responsibility. Right. Whether you're in the lineup or even a healthy scratch, there, there's value to everybody. And it gets old when you've been a healthy scratch for, you know, whether it be one weekend, one game, or, or five consecutive uh, weeks. So I'm sure there's there's players that are looking forward to being a normal student during spring break, which I'm aware of. Um, and then there, there's players that are, are playing that have overpaid. So that comes into the business side. So th there's a lot going on. Uh, whether you're winning or losing, when, when, when you're winning and, and you have extended play, bonus play, playoffs, man, that, that's incentive to, to soldier on through. Um, but but I have, you know, um, some issues that need a, a attended to, and um, I'm just hoping that it, it, it's it's not contagious or spread. You know, it's uh, just because I have the focus of soldier through and uh, accept mistakes as an opportunity to learn, uh, solutions inside, but still you got to ap apply the lessons and, and work hard. Um, I've got some individuals that um, aren't participating in the value aspect of what they're getting paid. Uh, is that a function, Coach, of just having a young team? No. Okay. No, I, no, I, th I think it's more individual issue. Okay. You know, it, it is uh, – you have to put your signature on whatever you do. 
Right. And, and, and I find it's a real easy question that most people cannot answer honestly. You got to answer the why. What's your why? And, and what's your why becomes the purpose, becomes a compass. Uh, it monitors and also regulates your actions and choices. Uh, and see what happens is in a team or even a, a business, um, when you're in a family or a team, that automatically provides you access to ask others that same question. Okay. Okay. If you can't answer it honestly, then you can't call out or ask somebody else. And it, it's making certain, and, and I think this is uh, childhood rearing issues uh, that start in the home. And sometimes they are, most of the times they're not in today's society. And I have a very hard time accepting it because most of the time children aren't spending the valuable time with the disciplined and structured structuring of parenting. They're signed up for activities. They go to school. They uh, Discipline and punctuality in schools is not like it used to be even 10 years ago. You don't have to tell me that. So, so it's, it's just, uh, it's rampant that um, being lethargic or aloof to to really uh, important character traits um, is more than just disillusioned. It's absent, and it's it's a matter of um, I'm committed for the year. However, um, scholarships are renewable, and recruiting is part of replacement. All right. You talked about recruiting. You told me uh, last week you also had a couple of big-time recruits coming in. How did that go? We saw some signings out there on uh, social media. What can you say about anybody or can you say about anybody? No, I don't want to name names. Uh, we committed them both. Okay. We, we, yeah, we committed them both. We're, uh, two for two is good. I, I think it's great. We're probably 90, 90% success uh, uh, when we have official visits and a parent comes. Uh, I, I'm that confident and, and we're we're good at, at not only selling the university. The university sells itself, but we're good at, at what we're doing. It, it's it's uh, and it's not right for everybody. I mean, I go st- uh, straight up. If you're going for a, a tour or vacation, don't waste my time. We want to really make certain that um, the handshake and the privilege to talk face to face is vitally important in making a decision that's really going to influence on a positive side four years of your young adult life and. Um, so it happens and, and it happens. I, I mean, for the 06 birth year, we, we've, we've got four committed and right now we're, uh, top 20 ranking out of the 64 teams. So, I mean, I, I've got high end, high end young players that are committing high end young players that have representation of good agents, agents that, you know, just aren't picking uh, low hanging fruit for their right. clients. These are these are potential players. Obviously, they have the pedigree uh, from the national camps, uh, but not only uh, to be at Linwood, but but also had the potential uh, to earn a paycheck. And that's what I sell. That's how I coach, and that's what I sell. So that part is really good. And um, yeah, I, I, you know, we're watching oh nines. We're watching oh nine birth years. You know, this oh, past yeah. weekend after after fantasy camp, I was fortunate to be in our rink and watch some high end uh, 08 teams play, and uh, had an opportunity to meet their parents and and kids and um, show them around. Yeah, no, we we hustle, we hustle the recruiting. It's nonstop. Well, I was gonna say, I I assume that uh, your assistants were out. Uh, in other places, uh, considering that uh, you were you were able to stay home, so to speak, and and see some players after the fantasy camp, I, I mean, do those guys ever stop? Um, you're right. We had one in uh, we had one in Omaha and one up in Dubuque. 
um, out of holding uh, the fort. <coughs> hockey, we always talk hockey. I mean, we try to squeeze 25 hours into a day yeah, when know. it comes to hockey. I mean, it's, it's um, I, I love the freshness. I love seeing good hockey. I hate terrible hockey. Uh, I like being challenged. I want to know what's going on. Um, and that, that makes for a very fulfilling day sitting in my office every morning and having just hockey talk, not necessarily about our team, but, but hockey talk, um, is outstanding. And, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm a big, uh, Vietnam guy, a special forces guy. So what I learned from there and I learned from. Um, the lead I try to apply in, in the hockey and, and right. there's, there's a lot of, uh, uh, well-written books that are out there. Uh, it, it's, it's just not learning the X's and O's for me. It, it's, it's teaching life through a sport that they're passionate about. And it's amazing how hockey really runs parallel with, uh, life and, and being, uh, being productive. And it's, um, I hate when in my personal life and in my personal relationships, I hate the fact that I know that I've talked the same lingo to young teenagers that I use with female adults. But, um, and, and I try not to be that teacher, but being an educator and an open communicator in, in any kind of relationship, I, I find. Uh, very rewarding, and um, uh, it's just it's stimulating to me. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, when when you sit there and 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 you know, as somebody who's coached, obviously not at the same level, but you know, it's 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 weird. People think that it's a couple of different hats because. Not only do you have that teacher hat on, you have that coach hat on, and it, it really is two different relationships at the same time. Yeah, it is. It, it, what's challenging is everybody likes to be liked. Uh, sure. What's challenging well. for me is I'm jealous because my assistants are are a lot allotted to get closer. Um, right. We uh, our our uh, individual talks, um, and, and I was being cheeky when I I called them wellness checks. Um, the guys actually like it. The players actually like it. We, we talk about what goes on outside the rink. What goes on outside the rink really affects the, the guys when they come in. Oh, yeah. Uh, to, to know what's going on uh, really helps. And the one-on-one, it's, it's – uh, I, I, I haven't been familiar with it. I, I, used to, I used to giggle because our women's um, – head coach's offices right next to mine. And these right. girls just line up and they, they just like talking to the coach. And I, I don't know what they're cackling about, but uh, right. <laughs> not my guys like it too. I do know what I'm talking about right? Uh, as they do too. It's, it's, a, it's a different environment now where managing personalities and young adults um is really time consuming. It absolutely is. Like my drive home, and I've got about a forty-five minute uh, drive home. Uh, um, a walk. I just try to veg out and in, enjoy the nature and the environment on my trip home. But by the time I get home, I'm exhausted. It's it has nothing to do with the physical activity of coaching. It, it's exhausting. Yeah. To hear the chaos in people's life and i try to keep mine so simple it's not hard well listen There's so much me, chaos let me give you some advice don't call scott <laughs> <laughs> on your way home and never do that like me never do that <laughs> yeah, because if you want to hear chaos yeah never do that okay can uh, we get back to this this season that the coach sure. is on because you just finished your last game was a three, three tie with the number three team in the country. Yeah. I think might be the national champion by the time it's said and done yeah. um, at the university of Wisconsin. Tell yeah. us about that game. And what did you guys do differently that, uh, that allowed you to go to a three, three tie with the uh, university of Wisconsin? Scott, it was 
an amazing accomplishment that I was so proud, but so let down. Um, what did we do differently? We just had more guys believing. Okay. Um, and, and it's crazy because uh, the insecurity was very evident the night before Friday. I mean, it, it was embarrassing, the performance that we put on the ice Friday. When you let that team run, you better look out. Okay. Yeah. So, like, their 13th forward is a fourth round pick for the Red Wings. So, he barely yeah. played, right? That rink at the Cole Center is like six feet wider uh, than, than normal uh, standard uh, dimensions. Okay. When they're running, you can't capture them. And, and a high level skill uh, with a tremendous amount of confidence uh, is disgusting. <laughs> I actually. Um, Every day in practice has a purpose, but the most most important thing is that they believe in themselves individually and then try to connect or link somebody on. Um, the only way that we have success is that all 21 guys that are dressed are linked for the proper cause, okay? So it, it was the first week that it actually made tactical differences uh, for the players, Um because we we have not been there yet this season. Normally, every Monday, I ask my coaches, are we ready for more? Are we ready for more? And beca because not only individually, but uh, period by period, Friday compared to Saturday, man, I had no, I had no idea. It was, it was never fun because I didn't know what the pro what my product was going to be. So we made, we made tactical changes that we actually – um, took the time for an additional walkthrough in the morning skate on Friday, and, and their whole team was watching. I mean, you don't want to, you know, reveal everything that you're doing, but I, I go, man, we, I just don't feel comfortable that the guys know it. Well, <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Did did did, did what was obviously a chippy third period on Friday night? Did that? No, it really did. wasn't. No, it really wasn't. You, you, no, you can't go by the box score. No, it, okay. it really wasn't. When we go, when we go into these big time teams, we're not supposed to win. And I'm right. not going to be the guy that says, "Oh, oh the ref blew the game." But no, we no, don't I'm get not... the we don't get the benefit of the call. Okay, we don't get that. Now going in, right? Going in, the refs want an easy game too. They're professionals, and I'll tell you what, they call a really good game. Okay. But there's also situations that are subjective, right. okay? And I, I was not extremely impressed by the fishing that, that we had on Friday. Um, when you're playing a team like that, it's hard enough five on five. When you're, you know, uh, you're shorthanded. Even if you come out uh, with a kill, uh, to, to gain momentum on five on five, you're still chasing the puck, right? So it takes you two or three shifts to really solidify some type of traction instead of chasing the game. Uh, Saturday, I wasn't going to tolerate the fact that, and I've always been one that once they go over the boards, I don't have control of the players. And, and the hardest thing for a coach is that you really can't defend them. Okay, once they go over the boards. Well, I lost my cookies because I couldn't tolerate what I saw on Friday. And there, there's always a moment where this this was not premeditated. This had been building up in me for a while. And right. it was time that I, I made a stand. Um, so my team saw uh, the dark side, which maybe they... I know they, they hadn't seen it this year, but uh, enough's enough. And whether that had been a catalyst uh, or incentive to say, hey, he really does have us, it, you know, it's good to see. It, it was a completely different team that we had Saturday than we had on Friday. Right. I mean, we hit two posts in the first period um, in Saturday's game. 
to go to go into the third two one. All we got to do is win twenty minutes. Right. We've never been there before. I mean, we we have, but we we haven't won those games. You need to have composure. You need to have poise. Pretend like you're there. Okay. So. Right. I shut our bench down. I had two right wings bench and two centermen bench within the first five minutes in Saturday's game. I had guys that were so tired. So what I, what I normally do, be, because when you're chasing a game, when you're chaining, playing, you've got to like use all your resources. Well, I decided I'm not using the bad resources because they're not even buying us rest or another shift. So I shut it, I shut it down. So that was another statement that four forwards were shut down within five minutes of the game. And I'm like a soldier walking back and forth from one of the bench to the, to the next. Are you okay? Can you give me another shift? Are you all right? And I go, okay, stop. Stand up so I know you're going because you're going. One right. way you're going. And I'm not going to be the mope going back and forth and coddling you. Stand up. Yeah, I, I mean, I had guys. Oh, God. Uh, they're, they're focused on the wrong stuff. I had a guy that was pulling the snow off the blade of his skin. Like, there's an unbelievable game going on, okay? We're at Cole against the Badgers. We're up 2-1. And he's grooming his skate blades and wandering the edges. And I'm like, get your ass up and at least watch the you're, you're all wrong. The focus, like, when you're engaged, you can skate on butter knives. Get up there. Like, they're, they're so scattered they don't know what to focus on and, and it was as you could tell in our conversation right i was fairly uh agitated and emotional but like right the, the coddling's got to stop well I, I got news for you uh i i had to play a center on a d-zone face-off that only won one face-off in two periods, and he had his helmet dislodged on an ozone. He snaps an ozone face-off. He gets his helmet dislodged. That was the only one that he won. Uh, so I, I got to play him. And, and then, then uh, I have uh, the, the player that I'm hoping that's going to score goals. So if you're going to win, you got to win with your better players. I had to write personnel on the ice, and he chose not to sacrifice a block a shot, and they scored. So it's 2-2. A minute or two later, it's 3-2. Now we've lost the lead. Uh, the, the good thing is um, our tying goal was a, uh, was a player that uh, previously sat out four weekends, you know, and he had an awful lot of jam and a, a very short-term memory. He just loved the opportunity of being out there, and he got rewarded for it. Well, now you get into three-on-three. Three. Okay, we didn't touch the puck. Well, you know? well, listen, not 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 for nothing. I got I got news for you. I normally go two one one two two one. We're gonna win this. Nobody nobody wants to kiss your sister. And no. I go, oh no, oh no, no. We never touched it. And well, then, of course, you know we get we get into you know shootout. My goalie hasn't made one save in a shootout. I'm like, oh, I got a pretty good idea where this one's going. Yeah. Well, listen, you got you got the you got the three three tie, and 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 again. You know, I try to gleam as much from box scores when I don't get to physically see a game as I right. can. I try to read it. Um, I, I I thought that not only did you guys tie the game, you did it about a minute later <coughs> when you guys could have hung your heads. Yeah. And you did it in a four-on-four. Four. Now, that's not three-on-three, three, but you did it in a four-on-four four situation. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, you know, to me, that was like, wow, that, 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 that could be a, a – uh, 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 like not a turning point, so to speak, but um, you know, uh, something to 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 say, hey, we can do this. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, well, it was so discouraged. So <clears throat> after that game, I was just depleted emotionally because it was the anger, it was the happiness, it was the, uh, the disappointment. Um, and, and I've got to be the deepest rudder in any turbulent waters that that's been the case, just not in games, but in practice. And I just needed my space. The worst thing about it was, uh, my family is only two hours away. I, I had nobody in attendance in my support. Um, we, we did not get 
the attention that was deserved leading up going to Madison. We definitely not did not get any attention when we got home to St. Louis. Right. And then the national attention was, oh, boy, why would Wisconsin ever book a game with Lindenwood? You got nothing to – and I'm going, you people don't know. Well, we have – Wow, we could. Well, you you got some attention. Oh boy! A text <laughs> message. <laughs> yeah, you did because uh, you get it. You guys get it, okay? But oh, God. Coach, and I've I, always run my life. I've run my life. What I do inside, I keep it inside. Perception, I don't let that noise affect what goes on inside the rink. But I'm aware of it, you know. And so, you know, you bring up the Facebook thing, yeah. I gotta, I gotta now start tooting a horn. It's not my horn. It's not my horn. The players, Scott, you know I'm me. It's not my horn. It. Paul, you met me one weekend. You know. Well, it, it's to get the attention what attention deserves. I got a game against Stonehill coming up. Yeah. My players play it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll toot my horn, have people come to my practice and watch me dance around in practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Let me ask you this, Coach. Um, you played a lot of really high-quality teams again this year with Western Michigan, a home-and-home, Penn State. Uh, you played Augustana. You played Michigan, St. Thomas, uh, Wisconsin. How is the parity in your mind in college hockey right now? Is it even better than it was last year? I, I really can't be a, a fair evaluator of that. I don't think – that there should be splits. I think there's really good hockey teams. And then I think that you still have to play the game. And and, and, and um, it's always the same teams that are dancing around the standings, dancing around the top of the standings. They're there for a reason. They're, they're, they're well coached. They recruit well. And they have a system of execution that they're very, very hard on. Um, we knew what Wisconsin was. I watched Wisconsin early, uh, maybe three or four weeks prior to when we played them. Uh, they played uh, the Gophers. Knew exactly what they had um, and, and thoroughly enjoyed their team. It's uh, They've always been talented, but the, the structure and the discipline they play with now and, and – and, and, uh, I, I talked to everybody in the Kohl Center, and, and it was like night and day what they would say. This this man holds them accountable. This is completely different than the year prior's coach. They are, they are, they are walking a straight line. Um, and you have to nowadays with college kids. And uh, as much as they want to be treated like pros and all the resources are there, uh, you still have to earn that that scholarship, that that paycheck, and now with the collectives that these big schools are providing these kids, uh, yeah, you you talk about dictatorship. That's why that guy wins. <laughs> All right, I got hold on, Paul. I got to ask him one more, and then you can you can jump in here. But I look at your schedule now. You said you got four weekends. I see it. I'm going to see you at least on on the second at Arizona State. But you look at the teams that you have. You have Stonehill twice for four games. You have Arizona State, and you got Alaska Anchorage coming to your building this time. Um, how important is it for you to end this four-week stretch uh, playing pretty good hockey? Because you're already doing so with that win at, or those that tie at Wisconsin. So how important are these four weeks in the process for your team? Well, for me, it, it's everything in the process. Uh, for the team and for the growth, it's everything. It's <clears throat> unfortunately we had this past weekend off. Like when you're working every day, you don't realize how much work you've done until you sit down. Now right. we've sat down for two weeks. We haven't been in a grind. We have this. This is supposed to be the most fun. This downhill slide is supposed to be the most fun for college hockey. Right. But well, it's tough to 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 maintain any momentum or any positivity that we come out of a Saturday's game up in Madison. Um, it, it's a complete uh, restart. And it, it, uh, 
there's this week's been tinkering of lines, tinkering of uh, special teams, right. um, being aware of our opponent. You know, we played them at home last year. Uh, they're really good. If, if my guys think that this is going to be an easy game, they're mistaken. So guess what? I'm the guy that's wearing a J-Toe cowboy boots. I'm coming to the rink kicking ass. You know, it's I'm, I'm that guy. Well, uh, okay, Scott. So that leads into another question. Um, you, you, you're going to be in a position this week where you're going to be for at least you know for a rare time you're going to be a favorite. Okay. Uh, do you learn? Th- well, I mean, uh, are, are you going to be able to learn some things about your team that you haven't necessarily been able to get to before because they're not usually in this position? Well, they. Uh... My approach is going to be the same. Right. Yours is. Right. Right. So uh, Monday to Thursday, that's my time. So it's funny how, I I mean, when a game starts, I'm still employed and it's still my job. Okay. However, I got to make certain that I cover as much as I can as far as uh, retention of my players. So the first thing is we're working. The second thing is we're still working. And the third is we're going to work. That's it. It's, it's not uh, new schemes, new systems. No. Uh, I've changed lines around, personnel around, strictly to wake them up. We're working. And... and, and there, there's no substitute for that. It's the, the problem with splits or other teams or, or Wisconsin maybe giving us uh, their B game in Saturday is people do not strengthen the most important muscle, and that's the one that hangs a hat. They have to make certain that they strengthen their brain and it's the focus in a task at hand. Right. So we call it work. I want them to work on that. You know, when I when I watched uh, today's practice on film, it was disgusting of healthy scratches. That it, that's why you're a healthy scratch. Like when you're talking youth hockey, you, you got a B player. That B player's earned that he's a B player. Okay, you got a triple A player. He's earned triple A. Well, you see it in practice. Kids don't understand, my players don't understand, that you're not allotted a mulligan when it comes to a drill. And also, when you do a lesson or a drill, you just don't win the drill. You retain the process of how you won the drill. They don't get that. But I try. Now, how often do you – obviously, it sounds like you – and this is – and I'm sure you've said this before – watching video of the practice. How often do you show the practice video of the practices to, to players to, to show them something? Is that all? Uh, it's usually clips that are sent. Uh, my assistant coach will, will send clips. Okay. And yeah, we'll send clips too. It's an awareness. It's, it's not a lot of it is. So most of it's body language. <clears throat> okay. It's not necessarily execution. It's the body language. It's the second effort. It's the, the, uh, the horse head flare after mistake. It's the, uh, the excuse-driven body language that just drives me bananas. Uh, that, that's primarily what it, what it is. Um, it, you're not having uh, terrific camera skills or ISOs on players to to really break down why it's okay. all after, it's all because of one thing. There, there's no signature or pride in in the craftsmanship. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's good stuff. When you look at Stonehill coming in now, and um, they're a team that's winless, um, do they carry any special thing towards you? Do you think, or how will you approach that as like any other team? Or how? I mean, that that's got to be mentally tough on not only them but you as well, because you don't want to be the first team to lose to them, right? Yeah, I don't even pay attention to that word "lose." It, it's. Uh... I've got to create winners, and, and uh, I haven't lived up to those expectations. 
So if, if you go to into a game that uh, even that word uh, lose or a loss is circulating in the room, there's a problem. Um, it, it's, it's most important to teach them how to be successful and how to win. Uh, so whether it be uh, first in a food line or, or, or first in a TSA line, first on pucks is the same thing. you got to win. And, and, and if you really appreciate the fact and the effort of getting that first touch, why wouldn't you increase your effort not to let the opponents take it from you? So it's, it's, what, it's, it's, it's what I'm doing and attempting to do to boost confidence along with you're not going to be successful in everything that you do. Okay, that it's hard. It's hard for these kids to understand that failure is part of the process. Don't run away from it. Okay, so so in hockey terms, in hockey terms, you watch the opponent skates. Okay, if your skates are parallel to a player, you're running away from trouble. If you're an offensive player, you have to attack the skates. Okay, it's called angling. So. Angling, everybody knows that terminology. It's, it's the skates. When, when two opponent skates are running parallel, you're running away from the problem. You have to attack. You see? So when, when there's an obstacle, whether it be Stonehill or an official, you have to attack that. I have to identify uh, weaknesses or problems and go right after it and, and attack it and address it. Otherwise, if you don't speak the truth, you shouldn't be surprised it's going to happen again. It's like if we lose a game on a Friday, you shouldn't be surprised. Just go back to practice. You should. There are indicators every week. Right. Yeah. <coughs> yep, for sure. How is uh, this year being different in the fact that you have these two games at Centene and then you finish your regular season in Centene. How's the uh, community in St. Louis starting to get the feel now that you have home games too? Um, need more. We, we, we need a lot. We need a lot more. I mean, it's, uh, the, the problem that we have on our home games, this, this is going to be different, okay? Because we're independent, right? school is out of session. Now, school will be in session for us this weekend and also for, for Anchorage when they come. That makes a huge, that makes a huge difference, okay? So when Western was in, our school was on uh, Christmas break. Right. Like, we had, we had a good crowd for that. But we don't we don't have the tall soapbox when it comes to advertising the product that's there. Okay, I mean I'm the one that has to educate our SID that has never watched a hockey game before in her life, and I don't, I don't I'm consumed with other stuff. But right, I've got to squeeze her in too. You know, um, I I have the ears of a lot of people strictly uh the uniqueness of my last name um the amount of time that i'd spent in our community without my uniform right and my signature when i wore the blue note people don't forget that no however I have to be the one, and I'm the only one, that jars their memory and moves it up to an action point, right? So they don't forget. But there's, there's stuff in life that becomes far greater of a priority. And I've got to figure out how to jar their memory and say, uh, it's my time. So you're talking about Facebook. That, that dog post was strictly, you know, to see who was listening. I'm using my Facebook <laughs> to say, oh, by the way, we got games this weekend. And oh, by the way, 
I've coached every kid in St. Louis since I've been here in 91. Oh, by the way, right. that's coming. I just have to have my, my volunteer <laughs> graphic designer like do, do a Picasso that, that I can put my signature on. And I'm still waiting on that. <laughs> I love, it. love it, Coach. Um, well, good luck this weekend against Stonehill. I'll see you at least Friday night. I've got yes, uh, the AHL All-Star game has thrown a wrench into my plans in San Jose on February 5th. So I'm not sure if I can make Saturday, but I will make Friday for certain. And uh, I'll see you when we when you get to Arizona State. Absolutely. Paul, Scott, I appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. No, anytime, Coach. Thank you very much. All right. That's the head coach from Lindenwood University, Rick Zombo, joining us. As always, great stuff the coach provides to us. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, Paul and I are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and wrap up another episode of College Hockey West Weekly in just about three minutes. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated, the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. After a heart... Passion, talent, development... NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Coming to you from the nchc.tv studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed, it is College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight in a uh, now finally starting to dry out Maricopa, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York. Uh, Paul, you know what it's like. Every time we have Coach Zombo on, we learn so much and we get so much passion. Uh, today, I could feel the passion probably greater than any other time. He he was He was passionate about his team and where he wants to see them go not later, but sooner. Well, yeah, I mean, you can see him, and he doesn't normally do this because it's not his way. You could see him searching for the right words to say to convey his feelings without just going into it to, to specifics. Um, you know, basically, uh, you know, every coach goes through those those times. No matter how good or how bad your team is, you have those moments where you're just frustrated and fed up, and you do have to let it out. Can I can I give you a little and, thing to look forward to over the next uh, four weekends with uh, Lindenwood Hockey on the ice? Okay. Last year. And the year before, we watched the Colorado College Tigers make their move wow. 
and use building blocks and stepping stones. And um, I really think that these last four weekends of the year for, for Lindenwood Lions and Rick Zombo are going to be what propels them to a much better season next year. Dare I say a 500-plus season next year. Okay, I'll calm down. Because, because I think, well, I mean, people said that about, about uh, uh, Colorado College, too. The Tigers. They said, oh, yeah, they're not going to take steps that fast. And all of a sudden, they went to the frozen faceoff, and they were one game away from uh, getting an auto bid to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I, and I, everybody I, would have screamed, Paul. They would have said, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. Well, and that's, the, well, that's what they would have said. Listen, listen, you see their uh, record? I, Did you see how they played? And and they were yet that close because they had a conference tournament to play in. Now, Coach well, doesn't, Coach okay. Jumbo doesn't have that. But I think he can propel these four weeks because he should be able to handle Stonehill. Well, okay, that part I kind of, that part. Of, listen, if you're asking me, do I think that the the last four weeks, uh, especially after you know, you know, he kind of is tinkering, could could lead to the next step. Yeah, uh, whether that's five hundred or not, I'm not. I am not nearly that bold. <laughs> that bold? That's not that bold. I'm just. No, I don't make predictions. That, you know what he'll do with uh, with these four weeks is he's going to build confidence, and he's going to he's already doing it. He's he's seeing who belongs and who doesn't belong. Well, yeah, who I get cares that. and who doesn't care. I get uh, that. But this is where he like well last year he was talking about okay. Uh, I want to have guys give them some spotlights. I have some grad guys that maybe deserve a look for professional hockey. I want to spotlight them at Arizona State, at Wisconsin, or whatever. This year, and this is just my opinion, I get the feeling that he's going like, I'm looking for guys that want to be Lindenwood Lions for four years, that want to develop and get better and put us on the map. And I think these last four weekends of hockey – are going to be four that he is going to make a statement, uh, not only on the ice but off the ice. And, well, and there's going to be guys that are going to say, oh, "I guess I should have listened. I guess I should have worked harder," because uh, that's what he does, and that's what he instills. And it'll be a quiet, it'll be a quiet, heavy stick, but it'll be a heavy stick, guaranteed. Well, I, I guess to make it simple, right? Uh, coaches talk about instilling the culture. And I guess this is, you know, this is kind of what's been going on. And, you know, he wants the lunch pail mentality because that's, if you know, if you don't have the high-end skill, that's what you have to have. You have to have that lunch pail mentality. Um, and I know that's an old-fashioned phrase, but coaches kind of an old-fashioned What's old a lunch pail? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that punch-a-time clock. <laughs> Uh, show up to, uh, <laughs> I know you know. People can Google. That's what they have. They have the Google and the other search engine thingies where they can look it up if they really want to know. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, my point being is uh, he's got a team in, in in Stonehill coming in this weekend, which, like you said, they actually should be favored to beat. Um, you know, so let, let's let's say they get rolling and they take care of business with Stonehill. Then they go to Arizona State, and we talked about this, how big it would be for his team to do what Augustana did, to get a split on the road. Of course. And that could really be a death nail for Arizona State, so he knows he's going to get Arizona State. So he gets two playoff games. Yes, he does. Yep, he does. And then then he gets to go to Stonehill, and here's where I think the big jump happens. He gets to close out the regular season or their season uh, with Alaska Anchorage coming to them. So just before they have a a month before they start hosting uh, regionals and things like that in St. Louis, he's going to be able to showcase his team. And I think that he would really like to be playing the best hockey of the season that last weekend. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he would. I don't have any question. I don't have any doubts about that. 
And if he's signed in the top 20 recruiting class right now, he's, uh, he's putting guys on notice that you may not be safe in your spot if you're not willing to, to, to toe the line. Does it surprise you that he's got that kind of? No, doesn't no. surprise me a bit. Doesn't nope. surprise me a bit. I'm nope. just saying that for people that are looking at Lindenwood hockey, you you have to know, and, and he said it best. People know him around the St. Louis community, and people in the hockey community. If you followed ACHA hockey, you know what uh, Rick Zombo can do to win championships. And he's, it's just going to take a little time to get that quality uh, athlete that he needs to compete against other teams. But he knows what to do. And uh, the people of St. Louis, they need to start bonding together here and get behind this program because they're, they're ready to tip the scales the other way. And I think it's going to come after this season. I think they're going to look back at these last four weekends whatever that record may be, and I think it'll be a, a plus 500, I think they're going to look back at it and go, you know what, now now we're doing something. And then you add more home games next season, and maybe you get a conference in a year or two after that, and now all of a sudden you built a strong base and a strong program. You know, well, we didn't even get a chance to get into that. So, Well, yeah, I know, but we're, <laughs> you're not going to get into that with him. I mean, I, I thought about bringing it up, but I knew what the answer was going to be. So uh, he, he's worried about the Lindenwood Lions right now. He's not know, worried about anything else. I know. And I, I wanted can. to hear the things, and, and I think it was kind of funny that I brought up the Facebook thing just to kind of needle him, and right. he brought it back four times. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> anyway, love the guy. Lovely oh, yeah. guy. And I will see him on Friday night, February 2nd uh, at Tempe, February Arizona. 2nd? February 2nd. Uh, he will be. Those dates Tempe. Right. Well, it's on their, it's on their board. Their wow. schedule. February 2nd, Arizona State. February 3rd, Arizona State. February uh, 4th, I know, is a Sunday because um, that's the skills competition for the AHL. And February fifth is a Monday, and that okay. is the All Star okay. game. So yeah, I'm just I'm just double checking to make sure that that I could have misread it, and I guess I did. What did you think it was? I thought it was February fifth and sixth, but I must have been looking at January or something. Uh, no, yeah, you fine. were you were looking at something. Fifth yeah, <laughs> and sixth of it. January was Western Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I admit it. You know, but by the way, uh, they played pretty well coming down the stretch. They had a home and home in December with Western Michigan. A month later, they had a, uh, the, the home series, I should say, with Western Michigan. Right. And while they didn't win, I think they built something. And he wasn't happy, as he said, with Friday uh, night at Wisconsin. But boy, 3-3 with Wisconsin on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Um, you take that. You take that. Oh, yeah, especially with their point in the program, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he hit it on the head. That's the best coaching staff in all of college hockey. Bar none. That's because that's that's because See, that's who he for Big Red. If he had mentioned another school, you would have said, "No, oh, that's the best college coaching staff in college <laughs> hockey too." So let's. You know, let's I, I have my favorites and I have my pom poms, but I will tell you, there are no pom poms needed with the University of Wisconsin. I know all three of those coaches, and I know all three of them are top notch. And I also know when he says they walked the line, yeah, they walked the line. There is no getting out of line with Barney Rubble leading the charge. <laughs> He's going to kill me one day. Well, one of these days, if somebody doesn't get to you first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all I got for tonight. Coach, you did it. All right. Yeah, yeah I get it. Another great night with with the coach. Love love hearing from him every every chance we get. So, okay, take it away from the NCHC.TV studios. College Hockey West Weekly has been brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award winning sauces. From the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The Tag Creative Group. Search T Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack.
classic Italian comfort food quickly with three locations, two in Tempe and one in Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Help others find the podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the shows at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will say a uh, big thank you to Coach Rick Zombo from the Lindenwood Lions for visiting with us tonight. Um, one more night for me in uh, beautiful Arizona. <laughs> beautiful. Nice. It rained uh, every day over here. Day uh, I will stay one more night here to try to get some work done and then be uh, heading back. You know how sick I was to my stomach today when I saw 63 and sunny in Carlsbad, California? And I was in the middle of a rainstorm. Yeah, I'm not uh, commenting on this. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough out here, Paul. It really I is. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we will be back Sunday night with uh, College Hockey West Live to give you the updates on everything that happens. Lindenwood will be uh, hosting Stonehill this weekend. The Arizona State Sun Devils will get a much-deserved and much-needed day uh, weekend off. Right. Um, Denver and North Dakota. Where's CC at this weekend, Paul? Oh, uh, sure. You asked me that after I <laughs> close out all the browsers on my. <laughs> anyway, um, everybody's got big games again this weekend. All it's got way all every weekend in college hockey because of the fact there is so much parity. So we'll be back to talk about that. Time. We'll be back to talk. Okay, I knew that. Um, they'll be back to. Uh, or we'll be back to talk about it all on Sunday night. We'll say goodnight, little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.